Hey everybody, welcome to the Her Effect podcast. I'm really excited about this episode as I will be with everyone, I'm sure. But this is more groundwork that I'm gonna lay for all of you because I want to start to, I wanna tear down false beliefs that have held you back for years. And as you begin to plan your life out and begin to, to come alive in dream and vision and hope and recognize that, wow, this is actually something I can do. I can actually begin to put my, apply my gifts and my hopes and all the things I've ever wanted to do here. And, and I don't have to wait. Um, so one of the false beliefs is I don't, I, you know, I, I don't want to make a lot of money or I just want to do this small thing because I just need enough for this, or I just need enough to take care of my family. And this sort of lack mentality has affected far too many people. And I think that I'm going to get pushback from people on it. It's kind of a, a polar topic, especially if you, if you um, engage in certain cultures and circles. Uh, I see it a lot in sort of the, the, the church world and I want us to begin to eliminate that. When you think about building your business, I want you guys to think about becoming profitable quickly and becoming profitable in a way that just it not only serves your own needs, but it serves the world in a way that you can start taking care of needs. My mentality um is that I'm not here on the world to um, I have no needs, but I, I am here to meet needs. Now, obviously, um, I recognize that we all have needs and those are practical things, but I'm talking about a mentality. Like, like when I go to hire somebody, I'm not thinking about um, how much can I haggle them down on their prices for. I'm thinking, um, what's it going to be worth it for them to work for me that that creates a, a flow of blessing in their life. And what do I need to do to pay them what they're worth? So it's a shift in, in, the, in the way that you think about money, in the way that you think about serving people. I overpay, um, all of my employees are, are paid well and all of our contractors are paid well. And and I want to, to abundantly bless them even more than where we've started. So when you think about building business, or um, or even like if you are in a career or you're thinking about selling your service or your product, you've got to start thinking about it. the mentality is not, are they going to be willing to pay this much? It's like, um, it's a profit mentality. It's a mentality that says, I have so much value that is going to impact the world. And so let me give you an example. Um, and I'm speaking now, but let's go back seven years at the beginning stages of Jamie's entrepreneurial venture with MIG Soap, and um, which I'm switching the name to MIG Beauty. So it's, it's a lot more all-encompassing. But when I first started, I had created this amazing bar of soap that I knew was amazing. My friends knew they were amazing. I had a handful of customers that thought it was amazing, but I didn't have thousands and tens of thousands of testimonials like we do now. So when I first started selling my soap, I looked at the marketplace and I said, okay, 
if you go to uh, an org organic grocery store right now and look at all the store shelves, if you're going to pay $4.50 for one of the top essential oil soaps. And I remember in my heart thinking, if I could just get, I, I, at the very beginning, I wanted to blow that out of the water. And let me just tell you, seven years ago, the idea of, of selling a 20 to $30 bar of soap was outlandish. But we'll talk more about marketing in another episode. Um, so I started there. I started it at $4.50 on our soaps. And, um, and in seven years now, as I've evolved, as I've created a better product that and, and we've created sort of a mass movement and we've created this raving fanship and an impact in the marketplace, I can now command $30 for a bar, a bar of soap. And, and that comes down to really amazing marketing. It comes down to what I know that people are spending money on. When I have people that come to me and they're like, wow, I've, I have, um, I've spent hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of dollars on prescription medications and thousands of dollars on doctors for the skin issue that I have. And using your soap has eliminated all of that. I've gotten rid of my medications. I don't need to see doctors anymore. I'm like, I've created enough value in the marketplace that I can command $30 for a bar of soap, bare minimum. And, and also I have created a new opportunity in our space where it's not just about soap. It's, it's something so much more. And so um, I don't want to dive too deeply into the marketing trail yet, but I want to open up your minds and you begin you to begin to think about becoming profitable and wealthy in your life that it's not like, Oh, I can't hire a nanny or I can't get a tutor or we can't go on vacations or I can't start a business because I don't have this or I don't have that. I want you to start thinking, I am going to create wealth in my life so that I can begin to eliminate these obstacles and start meeting needs. And so that these, these current needs that I have in my life will go away. So much, so many issues that we have in life can be fixed by becoming profitable. And um, I know that based on experience. Now, does money make you happy? Sure, of course it does. Um, and I know we'd get pushed back on that too, but having money versus not having money, let me just tell you, when I can walk into a grocery store and stand behind a woman who has two children and she's at the checkout and she's in tears and her kids are crying and her card gets declined and I can say, here, I'll, and I'm just going to cry and saying this, but you know, I think a poverty mentality is a selfish, it's a selfish thing because we are, if you have the ability to, to build a business and to make a profit, then you have a responsibility to do that. Now, are we responsible to go out there and take care of everybody's needs? No. My goal would be to take that woman and be like, here, let me teach you how to fish so that you can build a, a business, become profitable so that you never have this situation again. But there are people who are in need and there are, um, we have a mandate to take care of the widows and the orphans at the very least. But I love helping people. And more than anything, I love creating proof in my own life so that I can teach people how to get the same results and even go beyond me. My goal for you is that you would learn 10 times faster than I would 
become profitable 10 times faster than I did and do way more than I ever could. I hope that my children stand on my shoulders someday and do a hundred times more than I ever could. But start thinking about being a, a need meter. Somebody who goes out and meets needs. And that was a huge shift for me because it was so much of a poverty creates this vortex of your life of need, 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 lack, lack, lack. But when you begin to shift your thinking to, no, I do have enough. I'm going to create abundance in my life and I'm going to meet needs. Watch how things align. And, and there's, there's some key principles that I think are important to cover. And I can go into my own testimonial on this subject and I'll, I'll go through scripture just a little bit. But um, there is a scripture that talks about the season of so or sowing and reaping. It's a law. It's a spiritual law of seed time and harvest. And God says, as long as, basically, as, as long as the earth is in place, seed time and harvest will always exist. In other words, whatever you put into the ground, whatever you sow, you will reap. Now, I sowed a lot of seeds in many different places, and it didn't always sprout up in that same place. Uh, sometimes I would see things sprout up a couple years later in other areas, but because I have always had a sowing mentality, I'm, I'm giving, I'm giving, I'm nurturing, I'm planting, I'm planting, I'm planting. I know the Bible says that he, see a man who is diligent in his ways and he will stand before kings and not mere men. And I didn't want to live a life of mediocrity. So get into an, a mentality of, I will go through a season of sowing. This means, ladies, that you can't put a seed in the ground and uncover it three days later and wonder where your little sprouts are. You know, you can't start building a business and, you know, two days later expect things to start sprouting up. Now, I know in the last episode, or maybe it was this one, I talked about becoming profitable in a very short amount of time. That's not a guarantee or a promise. I just want to show you what's possible is it doesn't have to take you years. But as far as as far as becoming a person of abundance, it's not even just money. It's relationships. It's who can I sow into? Who can I give to? You know, when I when I um, I'm very careful about who I create friendships with, like close, intimate friendships with. But when I decide to to build that with a person, I'm all in and I sow and I give and and they do the same for me. They give and they and, and it's like a reciprocation and and I sow into their life and I reap this reward of amazing friendship, which is like honey to the soul. So begin to think about that. Have an abundance mentality and there's a lot of fluffy unicorn ideas out there about abundance and, you know, just start thinking sparkly thoughts and everything's going to come your way and you're going to start getting mailbox money. I don't believe that. Now, is there power in thinking rightly? Absolutely. You have to think rightly. You have to speak rightly. You cannot be, a lot of people will destroy the work of their hands with the words of their mouth. So the things that you sow Speak life over that, even if you can't see it around you, even if your circumstances don't look like they're aligning. The Bible says that everything will work out according to your good, according to those who love and are called according to his purpose. So all of you guys are called. All of you have a purpose. And and for me, I do things from this place of like, I love God. I love what he's put inside of me. I love what he's he's been so generous with me. And I'm going to get emotional again, but you know, he's taken the broken parts of my life 
and he's put them together again and he's taken the things that looked like would be um empty deadness forever and he's brought life back to them in other areas and so i always want you to have this long-term perspective of sowing and reaping what am i sowing now and even if it looks like i'm not reaping a harvest over here the harvest will come that is a promise that is directly from the heart of God. So, and I believe that that is a prophetic word over your life that you need to begin to speak abundance, think abundance, and sow and act abundantly and watch how those things come back into your life. And, um, and it's a total shift that will happen. And you'll begin to, to recognize it's a process of changing the way you think about things. And as you begin to, you know, our minds are warped. Some of us have been told all of our lives, that money doesn't grow on trees or you've seen your parents struggle financially. And so that causes a sort of bending and this warping. And as you begin to think rightly, you have to go back and tear down. It's I kind of think about life and building a business and even just building a family like farming. I'm a farm girl. So for me, it's like I'm going to sow seeds into my mind and sowing and reaping is is as much of like sowing things into your own life, into your own heart and soul and mind so that you can reap and speak those things of life. But, but there's a warping that has happened over time and we have to unwarp them and tear down. Oh, back to farming. So those are like the weeds that pop up. You know, you start planting seeds and little foxes come in and try to rob you, but then the weeds pop up and you have to pluck those weeds out from the root. And keep sowing and keep watering and keep nurturing and keep composting. And I always love to talk about composting because um, compost is all the junk. People take all this junk and they let it sit there and they, you know, they, they eventually it comes to a point where they can take that compost and, and turn it into their soil and their soil is healthier because of it. It produces better crops because of it, because of it stronger crops that can withhold the weather better. And so I hope you understand where I'm going with this. But composting is a life principle. Take the garbage from your life. Take the garbage that you've experienced and let it strengthen you. Let it create deep, rich soil so that when, when the winds and the waves come along, it can't uproot who you are. And I hope this is life-giving for you because I see it so clearly and I want to see you get there. I want to see you fulfill your purpose. And it's sometimes it's the littlest things. It's not like these giant steps. It's not these giant leaping from building to building in a single bound. It's tiny little things like when I leave a tip, am I going to leave a 20% tip or am I going to leave a 25% tip? Now, how many of you guys have struggled ment mentally with should I give them a 20 to, or should I give them a $5 tip or an $8 tip? It's $3. Like, why is that so hard? I, I mean, I've been there before. I'm like, I, I purposely so abundantly because I want to constantly slap that black mentality in the face. I watched my dad build businesses and, and we w always seemed to be so, it seemed like we were poor all the time. And, um, you know, my dad was robbed and, and had to, you know, there's just so many situations where I just saw lack my entire life. And so I slapped that thing in the face all the time. And so little things like that, or when somebody has an offer for you, or it's, is it, um, I can't afford it? Or is it, 
that's not really good stewardship of my my money right now. And so I've protected myself by having that mentality like it's not I don't have the money for this, but hey, I am I am stewarding my money well and that's just not a wise investment for me right now. Now this I've I've gone through this journey and I've progressed over seven and a half years and I've worked so hard at it and I want to see you do the same thing. So today really this is just about you living from that place of abundance and um and this is a dialogue that I want to open with you. If you have questions or or there's pain points in your life that you want to talk about, let's open up the conversation and um begin to see yourself as a wealthy person. And it doesn't matter if you're driving a beat up minivan, like my minivan just went to the graveyard, old Bessie shoes. We had her for nine years. She had over 300,000 miles on her. Now we're looking at a vehicle and I'm just like, that season of of having what we had then is gone. And we're now we're like next step. And that's another thing in life is we go from line upon line, precept upon precept, chapter, chapter from chapter to chapter, or as the scripture puts it, from glory to glory. Now, if you're not in a place, and when I talk about abundance, I'm not like, so Nathan and I right now, although we are now, we're almost, we've almost hit 2 million in our business, in our personal finances, you know, a lot of our money still goes back into, back into the company. So we're still making, you know, very uh, moderate income. And so I'm not going to go out and buy a 2018 or 2019 brand new vehicle. I'm going to look at our finances and we're going to steward what we have and buy according to where we're at right now. And then a year from now, uh, I'll let you know what I'll be driving a year from now. But I see myself there and I know we're getting there and I'm putting the work in and I'm sowing the seeds. And I'm sowing abundantly. Oh, I'm sorry. I got off this track here. But when I talk about seed time and harvest and sowing and reaping, this is the key is tithing, um, giving 10 percent to, uh, you know, for us, it's our local church. But basically, it's not about giving to your church or giving to a charity. It's about it's an act of, of reverence and, and worship for what God has like done in my life. And I do it as an act of love. I'm, I'm giving 10 percent of my as a corporate tithe. And then in our personal tithes, we give 10% because I realize that God has abundantly blessed us. And my, my act of my response to him is to worship him with what he's given me. It's like the first fruits back in ancient times, you know, a farmer would take his first fruits and he would offer it. And so for me, my offering and my, my tithe back to him, sowing in. And what does he do? He comes in and he multiplies that seed. And so when I tithe, that's a seed that God multiplies. And so it's the reciprocal thing. Like you just keep building momentum and financial and build wealth. And it's, for me, it starts sowing and reaping. And part of that is tithing because God says, it's the one thing he says, test me and see if I don't open the, the floodgates of heaven so that I will pour out so much that you can you can't even handle it, um, and that's what I want for you, and that's what I'm I know is going to happen for all of us um, if we just begin to understand that tithe with a with a, a mentality of just offering that back to the Lord and and sowing back into Him um, generously. So love all of you. Please let me know if this is speaking to your heart, and and uh, let's open the dialogue. Let me know if you have questions, and. I will see you on the next round.